The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and it's time now for a bite of reality. Do you think you can handle that today with everything else that's going on? I'm thinking of becoming the administration of the nation because apparently they are worse off than I am. Well, there's a president of the nation, or not nation, uh, of the president of the earth, I think she calls herself, Stacey Abrams. She couldn't be president of a dog pen. but Yeah, I would uh, never let her do anything that even came close to part no. of this reality. No, not at all. But anyway, uh, she is... Uh, well, she'd fit right in with the administration that has no clue about what they're doing. So, um, anyway, we are we don't care for Ms. Abrams, and uh, we will be supporting a Republican candidate that has more sense in his right hand than she has in her body. So, anyway, with that being said, it's time now for... Mark the Shark and Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Today is one of those days where I'm just going to go straight into the rhyme time. We're going to cover a lot of great topics today. And I think we're going we're gonna to combine two of the blocks, which is unusual for me. I like to kind of set up four things, but I think this time it requires that we look at the entire picture. So let's jump right in. From crisis to crisis... The Biden administration does go with absolutely no clue how to solve them that they know. It seems quite clear that they know not what they do. They are screwing up America and me and you, too. When you see things are going wrong, it's to my amazement that they keep going into the same ditch. It seems they do it all day long. There's no turning back from the stuck on stupid. They have it in gear. No more excuses at this point. It's been over a year. But no one can be this stupid all the crises and times. It is almost as if clueless and feckless was their plan, for they missed all the signs. One might not fear was his coming down the pike. As they are figuring out that Republicans are and have been in the right. New marketing and poll testing, the sayings the Democrats will wage as they try to figure out how to tap into that American rage. The pundits, they are predicting a huge red wave, and most of us are praying the America we love, they will be able to save. But don't don't underestimate the Republican establishment's ability to screw things up. If their past lack of performance is any indication, it's about to throw up. I'm about to throw up. So now Roe v. Wade, it's over the news. They want to again let the people in the Republic be able to choose. It's amazing to me to see the same people who just got done telling me my body is theirs, you must take the jab, now claim they have the right to abort a child out of a woman. It's a right without any limits to make the grab. Yet the confusion is great. It's greater than one would think makes you want to sit down and fill up a large drink. When it comes to a right that is actually set forth in the Constitution, 
The guns they want to take from your hands so you can't protect yourself. There's no absolution. Which is it? When you say the Constitution is here to stay? Or it is as the Democrats think, just an old document that's of no use today. You watch in amazement as the government seems to be confused and not one of their positions they are taking comports with the American views. It's very tough for me to take you seriously when you demand I reduce my carbon footprint as you jump in your gas-guzzling limo and away to your private jet you do sprint. Hypocrisy, a word that is now worn out, and yet the idiot, the idiot government wonders why Americans want to scream and shout. We are now at a tipping point in our country's history. Does this country survive another two years of Biden? I have my doubts, but I guess we'll see. At first I was thinking, this is just many mistakes, but complete idiocracy. It seems a full-time job and a purpose it takes. I now think it's not total incompetency or just radical left people all around. This now has to be by design. The realization is just too profound. I see now that they have a plan to destroy the America we used to know. When we voted in, when we voted Joe in, the media hid the true intentions. What he intended to do, they did not show. Instead, they are now claiming that President Trump is the great Satan against the world. His powers to control people are just amazing. Yet with Trump, the flag was unfurled. In the Biden administration, it's apparent that propaganda is now explanation. Now, I only can hope that most of the American people in this nation are smart enough to know that most of this is the Biden creation. We bought what they were selling from his basement in Delaware, hook, line, and sinker. We have to be smarter this time. I need everyone to be a deep thinker. The world is not safe with Biden leading, if at all, from behind. That is the real existential threat to the world. As soon in America, his race card will simply be declined. Gas is up through the roof. Heating oil is there, too. But Biden's attacked fossil fuel out of the gate without any thought of really, really what it would do. What a dereliction of duty. Dust off the 25th Amendment to enact. You have to be on Pluto at this time in order not to have to react. So this week in closing, I caution you some more. Don't believe the rhetoric. Don't believe the democratic lies. Open your eyes and tell Joe there'll be no encore. So that's our line time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Elvis and I are in one. I'm going to take a little Santana too. So this week... I thought I would kind of try to get to the meat and potatoes of what's going on in this country and why do we seem to be at each other's throats. It's a division division, a nation torn apart by its leaders. What are we, where are we, and how do we accomplish it? Why are we divided? So let's look at it. Biden did this straight away. When you divide people into groups based on skin color, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender, misidentification, this is a government built on checking off boxes. It's incompetent by design. This was no mistake. 
So when we look at the government, how it was chosen, or how it was chosen, I should say, chosen would be their word. It could be his, theirs, us, them, or idiots, morons, incompetence. Doesn't matter what gender you are there, does it? The question is, how did this government pretend to come about and take over America? So Joe Biden said very little during the campaign. He was in his basement, if you remember. And then we had Kamala Harris. I was that little girl in the first busing, and she attacked Joe as being a racist. Listen, people change. That's a fact. I was once a conservative. Now I'm a very conservative. And in fact, I'm almost an idealist when it comes to looking at the world. But here's the problem that you have. What did they do to us in America when we're at each other's throats? And what was the game plan? I don't think this just came about by some magic that they fell into it. What they did is very strategic. What they did is they attacked with the minority race card. They attacked the whites in this country. They attacked the majority of the people in this country. And yes, the whites are a majority. But where I'm really having difficulty understanding is what happened between the 1950s when we got this all straightened out, when one of the greatest Americans, Martin Luther King Jr., stood up and said, judge not a man by the color of his skin, but are the contact, the, the, <laughs> gosh, it's been so long I can't remember. I'm doing a Joe Biden. But of the content of his character. That was something that he fought for. And all of America, this is 2022, all of America took that to heart. And we agreed that that was the way to do this. Look at somebody, not by what you see in front of you, but what are their deeds? What are their actions? So now, what are the implications of dividing people? So what happened was there were two sets of justice. There was a set of justice for minorities, like the BLM rioters. And then there was the set of justice for the January 6th people who took a walk. Listen, they were idiots January 6th who busted into the Capitol and prosecuted them. The violent guys, prosecute them. But the rest of the knuckleheads who walked through the Capitol, and I saw video, and I know why they didn't want to release the video. I saw the video of the people inside the Capitol. There were people trying to break doors down. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? They should be prosecuted. Let me get that straight. They should be prosecuted. But here's the problem I have. The people that walked through the Capitol, again, the people's house. Remember what that means? The government belongs to the people. Not the people belong to the government. They got it all wrong. So they went after that. They went after this group as if they were insurrectionists. Ooh, the big word. Guess what? They charged no one with insurrection. In fact, most of the people were, were charged with criminal trespassing. Listen, the people who, again... Let me stress this, because you want to take it out of... Everybody says, it's taken out of context. When everybody tells you it's taken out of context, that means it's true, but they don't want you to know about it. So here's the problem. You took these people, 
And then you started giving the BLM rioters, and by the way, I won't even get into the, the economics of the BLM movement, which pretty much trashed the whole message. Why is it illegal, and why is it bad to say all lives matter? Think about that. Why? Because it doesn't fit into the parameters of the argument that they raise money on. And when I say they, my brother always says, who's they? They is the Democratic Party that is destroying this America that we loved. And I'm going to tie it back in to when you divide people by groups based on ethnicity, race, gender, gender misidentification, sexual orientation, you create a sort of enemy system. That's what they're doing. It's very simple. When they have people who are fighting each other, they're not paying attention to what's going on in the rest of the country. And I believe that's how they're taking over this country. And they are taking over this country. And I have no doubt about it. And I said this a year ago. So right after the break, what we're going to do is we're going to come back and I'm going to show you what I'm talking about with the enemy is the enemy is the enemy. Now stay tuned. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about division, the division, division. So now what they've done is they've separated us into different groups based on race, based on ethnicity, sexual orientation, and gender misidentification. So now they got everything covered. So now they have everybody fighting against each other. Now here's what the danger is, okay? When you do that, the, the reason, and, I, and let, me, let me digress for a second to just give you a little background of my thought process here. Every time I go inside and outside of my house, when I come in and go, there's an American flag unfurled on my front steps. And every time I see that flag, it reminds me of my attachment to this country. And every time I see that flag, it reminds me how great this country is and how people have lived and died to protect this country. Like the 13th servicemen we lost, and we lost in Afghanistan because of incompetent military, and President Biden said we're getting out at all costs. 13 lives later, 
But what I'm trying to explain to you is that flag unites a country. It unites the people within the country. And why is that so important? Why is unity so important in a country? Well, look at it this way. Right now, about 86% of the population are united against Joe Biden, and they think he's doing a horrible job. Unity. But unity is very important for one thing, because you have a common cause. If you have a common cause with other people, they're not your enemy. They are not your enemy. The common cause gives you common purpose. And that's why America was so successful in this world. Why do you think China is so successful? Yes, they're a dictatorship. But they have a common unity. It's a common, a commonality, not a division. Okay, if you notice, everybody's the same in China. But come to America now, and what they've done over the last several years, and it started when Trump, actually it started before. If you look for it, you'll find it. It started before Trump became president. But he was the catalytic, he, he was the catalyst, I should say, not the catalytic converter. Those are being stolen out of cars every day. But he was the catalyst to kind of give them that oomph. They needed that big push. We can fight against the great white devil. And here's what you did. Here's the problem. It's not white supremacy in this country. White supremacy was a small group of morons. Small group of idiots that had this thing in their mind. Listen, you're going to have defective people in every other place. Not in the mainstream. That's not where the defective people belong. That's what happens when you have revolutions. So now you have, you have the white supremacies on one side. You have Black Panthers on the other side. You have a bunch of stupid groups all over the place that are challenging the America that we live in. And that's great. That's fantastic. But they are on the side. They're not the mainstream. So what you now did is by pointing out these little stupid groups and making them artificially more important than they ever were. Okay? They were never important in America. And don't for a second believe what they're telling you, that white supremacy is the great evil in America. White supremacy was a small group of people who didn't want to be with the rest of us. But the rest of us under the American flag, which the Democrats and the left-leaning liberal wingnuts destroyed, we were all under that flag. And we all looked at that flag, and we were part of something. But when you take that and rip that out of people's hands, and you destroy everything, and what did they go after? What did they go after? They went after our history. They took down our statues. Whether or not you agree with it, it was a point of, you, you can talk to people about it. You can say, listen, this guy was a good guy. This guy was a bad guy. Nobody's going to argue with you that this country had its troubles and still has its troubles. Anybody who tells you it doesn't, doesn't live in reality. That's why you're here, because you live in reality. So straight away, Biden attacks America. And now he's got us divided. So now what is the downside to dividing people? Let me tell you what the downside is. You always have crazy people in the mix. You will always have nutballs. You will always have mentally ill people in the mix. And what does a mentally ill person do? They focus on something that somebody has brought to their attention 
and said, this is important. The white supremacists. Now, this idiot in Buffalo, okay, 18-year-old idiot, walks to a Topps, actually drove to a Topps supermarket and opened fire, killing 13 people. 13 people. For what reason? Because guys like Al Sharpton and the rest of the, the race mongers, and yes, it is Al Sharpton. He is one of the biggest race mongers and race haters and race baiters that we have. And all these other knuckleheads who get up there and want to have two separate systems of justice. They're the people who are creating the issue for these mentally ill people. So this guy walks into a neighborhood, into a supermarket, and shoots 13 people for absolutely no reason, except in his sick, demented mind, he thinks they're the enemy. Now, how did that happen? Ask yourself. Ask Joe Biden. Ask Al Sharpton how it happened. Because they created this issue. When you separate people by race, ethnicity, gender, orientation, you have enemies because you've made them the enemy. And the rest of us look at this and say, that's garbage. It's, it's bull. Okay? It's not real. You can say anything you want. And the rest of us look at Sharpton and laugh at him. And they say, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a knucklehead. Okay. But there are those sick individuals you have. The kid who doesn't have anything in his life going the way he thinks it should. And in his warped mind, in his incompetent thinking, he decides that he's got to focus on the people who are hurting him. And who are the people who are hurting him? He doesn't know. But guess what? Al Sharpton says, we should do this for the minority because we're the minority. No, you're Americans. And you should all be Americans. We don't divide Americans by color. Because you know what? When you get shot, we all bleed red. And don't tell me any different. So when you have a guy like Sharpton and Elizabeth Warren walking up and the president saying, it's okay to go and protest and be mean and be angry and be violent almost to the point where it's okay. That's what happens. What happens is... Yes, everybody is employed as a gardener in this neighborhood. That's what you're hearing <laughs> in the background. If you're wondering what that noise is, it's the gardeners. You know employment's up. They start at 8 a.m. in the morning and they go all day long. You know, the, the property lines around here are about 60 by 120, so it takes them about five minutes to do things. But for some reason, they spend half the day doing it. So what I'm trying to explain to everybody here is these mass shootings... And we're seeing them all over the place. And it's more common now than it ever was. They're not caused by the white supremacists. I beg to differ with you. It is caused by the people who are pushing minorities in a different direction. And guess what? The majority of the minorities in this country are looking around and saying, that's not what we want to do. We want to be a part of America. We want to be that fabric that, that holds this country together, that flag in the front of your lawn as we approach Memorial Day. This is what's important. And then you get these knucklehead attorneys like Crump. Already he's in Buffalo. He's going to sue people who are responsible. He's going to go after the gun manufacturers. He's going to go after the, they want legislation to protect minorities. 
I don't know if anyone's told him he's a lawyer. I, I mean, he's raking in all the money, tossing things around. And, you know, great for him. Fantastic. But what is he doing to help America? It's kind of like BLM. What did they do to help America? zippity doo They helped themselves. So what happens is you have the same thing over and over and over again. Now you have the idiot governor of, of New York, Hochul. Okay, she's going to propose new legislation. She's already enacted some executive orders already. But what are we doing? Again, we're separating people. Why? Why? There's a, there's a law on the books for everything called murder. It covers white, black, Asian, or any other. It covers everybody. If you shoot someone in the head, if you kill them, guess what? It's murder. It's not black murder. It's not white murder. It's murder. Mark, what? Would you clarify the the name of that uh, attorney again? It's Crump. Crump, okay. Like as our society is crumpling, he's Crump. It's okay, C-R-U-M-P. I, uh, I sort of misunderstood, and I was afraid somebody else would as well. So Crump. Crump is the interest. He, his big, and I quote, why is it we can't get some federal legislation passed to say that we need to have an anti-black hate crime bill, too, because our lives matter just as much as any other life, Crump said. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It is people like him who foster the flame of hatred, who identify as a specific group, divide that group away from the rest of us. We spent decades getting out of the stupidity of treating people differently. And now what they've done is they've brought us right back into it. They want to accomplish a goal that doesn't exist. They want to fight a fight that doesn't exist. But they're going to fight that fight. They're going to go after it because that's how they make their money. Now, he intends, this guy Crump, he intends to shoot. He intends to shoot. He intends to go after the gun manufacturers. Well, you know what? I'd like to see the theory that that is, because you know what? For every car accident that there ever is on the road, I'm going to sue the manufacturer of the car. That's the genius behind this. And But while I'm at it, why don't I sue the paint manufacturers that they put on the car, because they're part of the problem. This is such idiotic nonsense. It's that idiocracy again. And yet they put him on TV and they tell him, go for it. Let's tell the people what's going on. The bottom line here is, is that when you divide this country into little pockets of people, you divide them and you create enemies. And again, like this knucklehead in Buffalo, no reason whatsoever to go into that supermarket. He traveled from his area to go there. Why? Because... Everybody told him in his stupid little mind that these are the enemy. Because guys like Sharpton, guys like Crump, they create the enemy. When I get, when I look at something, I look at it from an even keel. I want to know why there are two different sets of regulations for Republicans and Democrats. I want to know why there are two sets of different regulations for blacks who burn down cities and white folk who walk through the Capitol. There are people still being held from the January 6th, quote-unquote, riots. They're still being held. 
I mean, this is outrageous. This country is falling apart, and yet both the Democrats and the Republicans are not doing anything about it. Yeah, so the Republicans, every once in a while, they jump into a microphone and they tell you, oh, my goodness, this is wrong, this is this. But what are they really doing about it? You ever wonder, you send somebody to Washington, and you wonder what they do once you sent them there. My question is, what I always wonder is, were they idiots before we sent them there, or are they idiots now? How did they become idiots? You know, what is the legacy that we're going to leave in this country when we divide everybody into these little groups? They've accomplished their goal. So right after the break, we're going to jump into some testimony this week from Congress. You'll love these. So stick with us. You're listening to Bite of Reality. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on... By the reality, and uh, I've got a question for the shark because I personally just, I'm just blown away with this idea. I just think it's the greatest idea I've ever heard. And that is if there's another pandemic in the United States or worldwide to control it and to handle all the actions, our president, be he the brilliant glowing light bulb in the box, says we'll just turn it all over to the WHO and let them rule and control everything, including your your life, Mark. They're Wait, the who? You, the you want to let the who in charge? Yeah. You know, I, I heard about this, and I actually had to go to several different news sources because I was unsure of whether or not it was a lie or it was put out by uh, Jenkowitz, the disinformation, well, I'm sorry, the ex-disinformation czar. But I found that the principle of what they're doing is turning over the control of America to the organization that devastated the world. Now, let me say that again. We're turning over American control to the organization that devastated the world. And by the way, they have never, ever talk to China about where this came from, from the Wuhan lab. Yeah, it's the Wuhan lab. You know, it's one of those things where they used to tell you in law school, if you went outside and the ground was wet, there's water all over the place and there's 
grass is all wet and your car is all wet, do you need to actually see whether or not it was raining? You look down the block, everything's all wet. Now, it could be everybody turned their sprinklers on at the same time, but the circumstantial evidence is there. This came out of the lab. There's a genetic sequence that is not found in nature. That would be incredible. Remember that guy Darwin? He kind of came up with this theory. You know, one of the things is that we do is we try to convince ourselves of what reality is, and that's why I do this show, Reality Bites. Well, bite of reality, I should say. The, the Biden reality bites. It just doesn't make much sense. You know, it's like when Mayorkas testified before Congress and said, the border is closed. And meanwhile, there's 240,000 people streaming over the border every month. And, and wait till Title 42 goes away next week. You know, the, the stupidity behind this, as I said to you, it, this can't be the mistake after mistake after mistake. Nobody could be this dumb. And if Biden is this dumb, there's got to be somebody in his administration who's got at least a brainstem. They're all breathing. I, I don't see how they could possibly do this. It's like I was listening. You know, it's, it's kind of like Biden would be the guy if he was on the Titanic. As it was sinking, he'd be rearranging the deck chairs to make sure they're nice and neat. You know, looks good. Doesn't do anything to affect the fact that the ship is sinking and it's going to go down. But here he is singing along and he's rearranging the deck chairs. It's just you expect the people around him to pick up the slack. I understand. Listen, I can't blame the guy anymore. I've seen enough to know he's lost in space. Take away his teleprompter. If it doesn't say breathe, he's going to pass out and fall down. I mean, it's it's sad, but this is what we're at. This is where we're going. And if anyone thinks he's running for president in 224, you must be in that 16% that thinks he's doing a great job. Because I can tell you it is far gone conclusion that he can't run now. What would make you think that he could run in another two years? But one of the things is that they, they continue to give people like Whoopi Goldberg and the people on The View. The, the, it's an incredible stupid. It's the bastion of stupid and wrong in this country and this is what's wrong with this country the lack of intelligence in this country and the people on the view they have to be dumber than the tile floor they stand on they give idiots like this a platform to speak to the american people that's the most dangerous thing in america you want to talk about the existential threat to america that's it right there because you continue to pilfer the american dream you continue to feed people the same stupid wrong garbage she said this week, she goes, that the gas prices are not Biden's fault, it's Putin's fault. And by the way, this is the same thing that Jennifer Granholm, for those of you who don't know, she's the alleged Secretary of Energy, who doesn't even know how many barrels of oil America uses per day. This is really what you want. But again, this is the checkbox administration. She was a female. Boom. She has no competency whatsoever. Put her in there. Same thing with... Wait, What's her name? Deb Haaland. H-A-A-L-A-N-D. They got an extra A in there. She's the Secretary of the Interior. She was asked by uh, Josh Hawley whether or not gas prices were too high. She couldn't even drag herself across that finish line to say yes. I mean, there are companies out in California right now 
at the gas pump that are reprogramming all their gas pumps to have double digits. So instead of $5 a gallon because they don't have enough digits, they've now put in new displays where it could be $10 a gallon. But that's just part of the problem. Again, it goes back to they want to, and I heard Pelosi and Warren, they want to have indictments over the gas prices because they can't be so stupid as to think that gas stations are owned by big companies. In five minutes, you can go and find out who owns the gas station. Point of interest for the idiots who are in Washington. 5% of the gas stations in this country are owned by major corporations. Yeah, let me say that again. So maybe I should speak slow for Pelosi. 5% of the gas stations in this country are owned by major corporations. The rest are mom-and-pop operations. So before they open up their flabbergasted big mouths, they should start thinking. My father had a very good statement as I was growing up. I don't know if it helped or not. You have to listen to my show and find out. But he used to say, make sure your brain is engaged before your mouth is in gear. And, and I don't find that at all possible with some of this administration. In fact, most of it, if not all of it. I was actually looking this week to see if someone in this administration had a brain. And when you pull back that curtain at the Wizard of Oz house, <laughs> there was no one in there. All you heard was echo. It was pretty sad. There's no one in this administration who's willing to stand up and say, we got a problem. When I hear these morons like Jennifer Granholm and Helen saying we're doing everything we can to get gas prices down, we released oil and gas from our strategic reserve. You know, there's a, there's a really interesting point. It's called a strategic reserve for a reason. Because it's a strategic reserve. It's not a reserve to try to make something happen. And by the way, we use approximately 20 million barrels of oil a day. And again, it's not all gasoline. You have to understand, petroleum products are in everything. In everything. Plastics, they're all over the place. And here's what happens. is They tell you this number, it sounds like a big number, and then they talk it up. And the media, the little lapdogs that they are, they jump right on the bandwagon. Oh, the strategic, this ought to drop it by 38 cents. Ooh, 50 cents. Sorry, boys. It went up by 60%. You know, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. What I wouldn't do for $2 gas and a mean tweet right now, I could tell you it would make me feel much better. But here I, I, I go back to this administration seems to be at every turn behind the present catastrophes and crises. It's incredible. It absolutely is incredible. They They tend to be... They couldn't see it. They can't find it. They, they don't know what happened. You know, I, I look at things like this week, you know, the whole thing between, from Afghanistan to coming back. Now you bring it back to this country, and now you say the gasoline prices. Geniuses. The fact that you give out leases doesn't mean anything. You need to give out the permits to drill. But they don't want to tell you that. They tell you there are 9,000 leases because they don't want you to know the truth. They've stopped issuing permits. They make it so hard to get a permit to drill. It's the garbage they're spewing that just really is killing this country. 
So they dump it out there. Then you look at, let's get to the baby formula, okay? They closed down the Abbott factory. Now, they knew that Abbott was 40% of the supply of baby formula in this country. What did they think? And this is the problem with this administration. They don't think. They missed this completely. We're a third world country when you are behind everything that happens. How is it that in this day and age, listen, he didn't fix the supply train crisis, so that's, that's a forgiven. You remember last June he said, I've taken care of this, I got it. So your elf on the shelf was the elf on the ship. But now, the same problem again, and it's again and again and again. Afghanistan, they're not going to take over the country, the Taliban. Within three days, they took over the country. We bailed out of there. And then let's go to the, again, you shut down the factory. And I understand it was for a safety concern. That's fine. Okay, so you shut it down for a safety concern. What was your contingency plan B? In fact, this administration doesn't ever have a plan A, let alone a plan B. Now, you want to talk to me about the the next step in this disaster, okay? So now, three weeks later, not even the day they know about this, now they're bringing in the, the, the wartime production. Okay, so now they're going to force these companies to produce more. Well, geniuses, they produce a lot all overseas and all over the other places. So before you shut down the factory, might you have given your brain stem a workout and said, hey, maybe we should get some formula for the people who don't have any. That would be really intelligent, wouldn't it? But no, again, we miss the point. So now, again, all right, XL Pipeline. You had Jason Kenney, the premier of Alberta, Canada this week, he was making an out an out statement. Thank you, the Biden administration, for undercutting Canada's oil production. And who are we going to now? We're going to Venezuela. Well, wait a second. We don't even recognize him. Well, no, we're going to Venezuela. Hey, that's great. And OPEC. Let's piss off Canada, our next-door neighbor. This administration has completely gone off the rails. I mean, seriously. We could add 830 barrels of oil a day from our neighbor in Canada, one of the friendly neighbors, by the way, still in the world. But no, 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 no. That's okay. We don't need to do that, right? So it goes back to the same thing. You know, they have no clue. They have, and and I'm tired of hearing we're doing everything we can. Dave, did you ever hear a specific as to what they're doing? You know, as we've said many, many times before, many times before, it's not a matter of producing, it's a matter of delivering. And cutting down the pipelines totally choked us off. We've got the wells and the production, and as I've said on other shows, I've been around, I was from Texas, been around the Permian Basin all my life. And I've never seen oil wells have to have storage tanks by them. And we've got oil stored in tanks now because they can't deliver it to the refineries. Yeah, I mean, this is just a complete disaster. And it's not a disaster of a a natural disaster. 
It's a disaster of the Biden administration's own creation. But here's what's going to happen. Now, they have now created the new enemy. This is, again, going back to what I said at the beginning of the program. Create your enemy. Let them fight the enemy for you. Even though they know it doesn't exist, they're going to fight the enemy. It's the same reason that people shoot each other, because they're the enemy. They're not really your enemy, but now the Democrats and the liberals want them to be your enemy. So they become your enemy, and then you shoot them, or you do something else. You fight with them. So now, what you're going to have, look at, look at downtown Chicago. Last night, 10 shot, 2 dead, 8 hurt. Downtown Chicago, 2 in critical condition. So right after this break, we're going to come back, and I'm going to talk to you about the Supreme Court and what my real fear is. This you're not going to want to miss. We'll be right back. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. I was listening to one of those commercials, and I think that, Dave, we need to employ a linguist to figure out actually what Biden is saying when he gives his little speeches. I think that might be of assistance. I don't, I don't know that anybody speaks that language. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need the code breakers then. Yeah. But like right, that. you know, I, yesterday I, I heard that... Um, our illustrious president at large went to South Korea. And it reminded me of when in Rome, when it was burning, Nero fiddled. You know, this is the, we should, we should call this the deflection tour. Because when all the else fails, when America's going down the toilet, that flushy noise you keep hearing in the back of your mind, you know what? You go to South Korea. And you try to figure out, Maybe the South Koreans will like you better than the Americans like you. You know, 
he went to a Samsung plant I saw, and that's going to be an interesting uh, kind of dance for him. He's trying to create stronger economic ties, but yet he wants to kind of make America think he's bringing back more of the economy to America like he promised, you know, the great uniter. But I, I was looking at the shootings and, and MSNBC, I watch them often to figure out what the literal loony bins are looking at. And I, listen, I watched them for a couple hours this week. I doubled their listenership to two. So I look at these media outlets and I say they, they want to do something which is very interesting. They want to criminalize. That's it. They want to criminalize thoughts that are not liberal. That's very interesting to me. Did, did you hear that? This is akin, you know, it's interesting because they were talking about the Buffalo shooting. And they're blaming the white supremacists and the scourge that's taking over America. An interesting fact. When Steve Scalise was shot at the ball field at, their, at the congressional baseball practice... How many conservatives blamed Bernie Sanders for the shooting? Only you raise your hand who think they blamed him for the shooting. No, no one blamed Bernie Sanders because the idea is just plain dumb. It's stupid. Why would you blame the guy at the top for some moron who decided to take things into his own hand? Again, dividing people has consequences. So what did you do? They missed the problem again. They missed conceptually the entire problem. And here's what's going on in New York also. All right? Now they're blaming the gun again instead of this, the mentally ill patient that pulled the trigger. So why do they continually do that? Why do they blame the gun? When a DWI victim is killed, you do not blame the car. You blame the idiot behind the wheel. You blame the criminal behind the wheel. But yet, when it comes to a shooting, we always blame the instrumentality. We never blame that guy who did it. He's a mentally ill guy. You know what? He's going to spend the rest of his life removed from society. My personal opinion, quite frankly, I wish New York had the death penalty. He does not deserve to live anymore. He's done. I saw that video. And if you haven't seen that video, it is completely disgusting. It was up online. He live-streamed it, I understand. And I watched this, and it's not a video game. It's actually people being killed. And that, to me, is an amazing concept. What uh, do you got to say? Um, Mr. Shark, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Could, could you have an 18-year-old abortion? You know, if you let the Elizabeth Warrens put that law together, the answer is yes, it could be retroactive. <laughs> you know, but again, they missed the whole point. They, they're going after the guns again. And now they want to take the guns away. As if the only way to get a gun in this country would be the way real law-abiding citizens get it. This is the point that they missed, but here's the problem. They don't want to solve the problem because if they solve the problem, it no longer exists and they're out of ideas. If they tell you we're going after the guns, 
people who just experienced that death, that shooting in Buffalo are saying, that's right, we should go and get rid of the guns because they're not thinking clearly. The guns are not the problem. It's the sick individuals in society. So when you want to spend time, effort, and energy chasing down a gun, I'll bet you if you took that same AR-15, put it in the parking lot, and left it there for a year, it wouldn't shoot anybody on its own. You need a knucklehead behind the trigger. You need a sick individual. But what happened was they completely missed it again. And this is typical. This is typical of what's going on on the left right now. And I'll give you another example. The Democrats called the witness to testify before Congress this week. And (laughs) this was, (laughs) and, and and I had to listen to it several times. It was a, a person by the name of Amy Arambide. I'm probably not pronouncing that name properly, but who cares? I'm not interested in her. She's the director of the AVAL Texas, and it's an abortion rights clinic. She's the nonprofit. So here's what she says She believes that anyone can identify as a woman, and furthermore, she believes that men can become pregnant and have abortions. Now, If you need any other billboard for how idiocracy takes over, that is the individual right there. And isn't it a crime to lie to Congress? Or is it only for Republicans that get prosecuted? This is what I'm talking about with these two different sets of rules for different people. When you start to separate out the people, you create enemies, internal enemies that they're going to go after. And it's really important to understand this because we need to understand when you create an enemy, some loony bin, some guy with a mental defect is going to go after that person and try to fix the problem because they have no thought process that's rational. So then the other thing that I see this week a lot is Biden kept relying upon the experts. His experts are always wrong. The experts say his experts have been wrong on everything. So I don't know if he's picking off the bottom of the the barrel and the expert bin or he's picking the bin that says expert discarded. But they've been wrong on every issue, every, every single issue. And, and you know, everybody says now there's a lack of leadership in this country. It's a a failure of leadership. No, there is no leadership in this country. Zero. There is no leadership. It's incompetency. So now I just want to hit on a thought that of getting back to that same thing again with, you know, and I, I hate to harp on it, but I think it is so obvious in my mind as of right now that this is what's going on. When you divide people into groups, you create an internal enemy, and that's the person who's going to get hurt. With the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is in fear. They allowed, and Biden is enforcing this allowance even though there's a law on the books that say you can't go after Supreme Court justices, it's illegal to manufacture or sit outside a judge's house or the courtroom in an attempt to change his voice or his vote or to intimidate a witness, quite frankly. Here's my biggest concern, and I'll tell you right now. I pray, and I'm not a big pray guy, but I pray that I am wrong. We are at the precipice of anarchy in this country, and the riots are coming this summer. I'm telling you right now, mark my words, write it down, because it's going to happen. 
and I tell you another thing, if they don't put a, a top on this lid and people like Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer and Corrine Jean-Pierre, the new press secretary, are they being investigated by a January 6th type committee for their lies and for their inciting a riot outside of a justice's house? You can't do that. It's against federal law. And where's the where's Merrick Garland? He was almost on the Supreme Court. Where is he? He is an imbecile. He is exactly what this administration is. It embodies the, the lack of intelligence, the lack of motivation to do anything when it comes to idiots on the left. And here's what's going to happen. Somebody is going to kill a Supreme Court justice. That's what, that's what they are looking for. And guess what? If a justice is killed, God forbid, a justice is killed, Biden gets to appoint another justice. So here's the concept. Go out and kill all of them. Then you wipe them all out and you get to set your whole court. You have people running in this country for office, threatening and, and running on the platform of packing the Supreme Court. You want to see anarchy in this country? Let's keep going the same way we're going. You want to see a war in this country? Let's keep going the same way we're going. We need to stop this war now. We need to get sanity back into the White House. We need to get competency back into the administration. And we need to all stand underneath the American flag. It's time. It's time to stop dividing us. And people like Sharpton and Schumer and Warren and the rest of them, quite frankly, they all need to go. It's time. America is not a brutal nation. We are a nation of people who give more than any other country on this planet. And I'm going to leave you with that. America, stay with the flag. Don't become the enemy of yourself. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Legendary Dave for joining in. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.